0: Hey, 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 hey. Welcome to Dating Funnies. How the hell is everyone? Me, I've been fighting a head cold for the last week, week and a half. No, it's not the C word. I feel great otherwise. I got this stupid head cold. but And I'm taking all the stuff. Vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, you name it. I try it, I use it every day. So how is the dating world out there? For me, Get ready for it. This has been my dating world for the last several weeks. Yep. Crickets. Crickets. I went back on Match. Wait for it. Yeah. Crickets again. Crickets. Crickets. Okay, Cupid. I'm on there, but I'm not a paid member. That's a waste. So is Match. I paid for Match. Yeah. Fifteen bucks a month. They offered me a special. And then, what the heck? At least I got something to look at, right? So, I'm going to be a brave soldier again. I got Talkify's reached out to me again. So, I'm meeting someone on September 27th. Or at least I'm meeting with a, a person that has someone that might be a good match for me. So, we'll see where this one goes. I guess sooner or later, they'll probably find someone. I don't know. got a question or two for you. So, I've uh, kind of put it out to the universe, this lady down in Arizona saw her on Bumble. I talked about it last week or so. I swiped right, and she ended up swiping right too. And then, you know, on Bumble, they have to initiate the conversation. The women do, so she reached out to me. We get to chit-chatting, and she really wasn't asking anything about me. Still hasn't. It's just kind of a weird deal, but what finally came out of it is and, and I can see where this could be a challenge when you're doing long-distance dating. But, you know, she's all about the chemistry. But part of that chemistry is trying to get to know someone and see if your values are in a line, your morals are in a line. But it all gets down to even in my age grouping in the 60s, everybody wants chemistry. I get it. You kind of want some spark, some attraction. Some commonalities, so you can at least have fun when you're together. And then when you go apart with your friends and doing your individual stuff, you come back and you're excited to see one another. But literally, I mean, that's her whole deal. And therefore, she's not putting much effort into really getting to know me. So guess what? I've kind of pulled back. So why should I put time, energy, and effort into this person if she's not going to put in a little effort in it? You know, we talked about before, drop the handkerchief. You know, pink me every now and then, and touch base with me, and she hasn't done that. So, part of me wants to go down there, meet her, and I could jump on airplane and go down there. And then part of me is like, Yeah, I don't know if I want to put in the time, energy, and effort just to be told, I don't feel the chemistry, I don't see the connection. Now, what would you guys do? Would you jump on airplane, go down there? I mean, I've seen a few videos where people have gone long distances and then the people don't even show up. I mean, I would just be very frustrated. I wouldn't be angry because if I go down there, I'm going to take my golf clubs with me. I have a home down there, so I'll hang out at the house. But I'll be frustrated going. You know, what a you know, what a waste because I don't really need to go down there for any other reason. But I'm curious to know what you folks would do if you were me. Would you jump on an airplane and go meet someone? And then how would you handle a long-distance relationship? I mean, for me, it'd be nice to have someone local. We've talked about it before. So i pick up the phone and say, hey, what are you doing? Let's get together. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. Instead, hey, uh, I'll see you in two weeks. Or I'll go down there one weekend. They come up here the next weekend. You know, and that's not going to be easy, and that's not going to be cheap to do, even though I'm financially able to do it. It's still a lot of extra money on airfare or rental cars and things like that. So I'm just not sure what path to take. There, I did get an email from a listener, Joni, and she brought up a couple of interesting situations that I think we all kind of have a challenge with. She met a gentleman, and apparently they both are into nudist resorts, and everybody's got things that they like and don't like. I personally don't think I would meet somebody on a first date or a second date at a nudist resort. Or maybe would I don't know I don't think I would but she did and they seem to hit it off but come to find out just like this lady in Arizona he just lost his wife after many years of being married he's still in the grieving process and Johnny she she gets it she understands that right now they could just be friends and that he has to go through the grieving process it's just like this lady in Arizona her husband died four years ago and even in what brief text messages her and i have had she's trying to tell me that she's trying to find a relationship just like the one she had with her past husband well that's great however the two things go through my mind is okay well she's still mourning his passing good for her she can do that but If she's going to mourn that passing and try to meet and date someone, and I'm always going to be rated based on how much I match her past relationship with her past husband, well, that's set up to fail from day one. I'm not going to be like her late husband. There might be some similarities. but quite likely will not because I'm going to be compared. Did you imagine once we finally get intimate, I'm going to be compared that way too? So it's a challenge. So this particular guy that Johnny is is seeing, or Joni, excuse my, uh, my terminology here, that he too is still mourning. So he's what we call emotionally unavailable. And it's great that she recognized it. Certainly she's disappointed, as we all can be, as we're trying to meet people as we're older. But one of the other things that she found out was whenever they'd have a conversation, it was always about him, him and his life, his issues, his challenges, his likes, his dislikes. And she couldn't get a word edgewise, and he never asked about her, about her day, about this, about that. So it even furthered the divide with her. That well, golly, if I'm with this guy, this is what's going to be like. Whether I'm his friend, his lover, or his partner, he really isn't interested in getting to know me. It's always going to be about him. So this, this some of the things I've talked about in the past too is when people reveal who they are, we need to learn to what? Believe them. Is this as good as it's ever going to be when you first meet out of the gate? What's it going to be like six months from now or a year from now after we've been dating them? So I, I appreciate her frustration. I think it's commendable that she's stepping up and saying, you know, I've got my boundaries too, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in a different direction. I'll kind of Keep around as a friend, but I'm not going to fool myself into thinking this is going to be anything more than just a friend. Now, I'm not really sure how to share this next thing with you. You know, I joke half heartedly that, you know, Facebook has made stalking legal ever since 2004. And so some people might say, well, golly, that's being creepish when you get on Facebook or Instagram. But we all do it, we break up with someone, we date someone for a while, things don't go right. Part of our, our grieving process in that is we kind of peek at their Facebook, we peek at their Instagram if we can to see, you know, we're trying to maybe get closure. So when someone walks away and you don't understand the reason why, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but we all need closure, including myself. And then I also like to believe that, God, if I could just be the fly on the wall. And it reminds me back in the day when I dated this one lady for a number of years. This is 20 plus years ago. She had to have my password to my email account. Okay, fine. You can have it. I don't care. There's nothing there. But if you want mine, I want yours. And so we broke up and she accused me of this and accused me of that. Blah, 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 blah. None of it was true. She tried to convince me it was true, and that was my first interaction with a narcissistic person. The love bombing, the breadcrumbing, the devaluing me, and then, in the end, discarding me. So I have learned a whole lot back then, and I've learned even more lately. But I had to chuckle because many years later, I'd found out that my ex back then, 20 years ago, she had met a guy, dated him, got engaged, got married, and moved to New Mexico all within 30 days from beginning to end. So I happened to get on the email, and I go, well, yeah, I'm gonna check her email account. This ought to be interesting. I see if she's got the same password. Sure enough, that her password still worked. I open it up and there's these emails between her and her new husband, and all the stuff that she's accused me of, she was accusing him of. It is at that aha moment, that I realized, Ray, see, it wasn't about you. It was about her and what she was doing. It had nothing to do with me. But I was led to believe I had to do everything. And so it's troubling that we have people out there that continue to point the finger at us. Even from day one when we meet them. And we start checking ourselves at the doors and really, did I just do that? No, I don't think I'm that way maybe I am they they create this illusion that that creates self-doubt for us so now fast forward so I talked about this younger woman that I kind of was sold on the idea of age gap dating and I remember out of the gate she was just like on me really admired by me she really admired me this and that sending me these texts and, and Now I look back on it, she's totally love bombing me. Then she would breadcrumb me and the next thing I know, I'm being told I'm not loyal. I'm being told that I'm not emotionally available. I'm being accused of being a narcissist. (laughs) And I'm like, where is this coming from? At the same time, I'm getting a text message, I don't like being ignored. Where is this coming from? I'm just meeting you. Again, another lesson learned by me. You know, they reveal themselves pay attention because they're telling you who they are me i was like most of us oh i'll get through this maybe i need to do this maybe i need to do that so i tried to do different things it is a constant breadcrumb me then devalue me i kept going back and forth back and forth of this are you kidding me to where when they finally discarded me in this case i like 20 years ago, when she discarded me, I went back begging, begging, give me another chance, let me love you harder. This time, when she discarded me, I just let her walk out the door. All right, that's what you want, go. Haven't chased her since. But I'm still always piqued and curious about what happened to people. that I've dated in the past, and so I'm not friends with these any of these past girlfriends on Facebook, so whatever they share, the only way I could possibly see what they have is if they share it to the public. If they share it with just their friends, we have no way of really seeing what's going on in their life, and that's fine. But this particular day, about a week or so ago, this lady posted a bunch of stuff on facebook to public to the public and her and i happen to have some mutual friends but her and i are not friends so i can't see her stuff unless she posts it publicly and sure enough the fly on the wall which gave me my total closure on the deal because i was like once again racking my brain what could i have done different how could i have done this different that different you know foolish of me that I even wasted the time and energy on the whole damn thing and here she was devaluing and humiliating uh supposedly ex-boyfriend only come to find out that her and I haven't been together in four months that she's still to this day still texting and interacting with her supposedly ex-boyfriend the same guy that she had sent me text messages snapshots of see I just want you to know that there's nothing going on between me and my ex all right well I didn't ask and I didn't ask you to send me snapshots of your conversation I'm not interested in that I thought you guys were broken up it's obvious to me you guys have unresolved issues I don't text him. Well, you must because he texted you, you responded. Four minutes later, she's posting snapshots of her conversation between her and her supposedly ex-boyfriend on Facebook for the public to see. And then comes out and talks about their relationship, their dynamics. It's hard to tell who's abusive, who's not. But I sat there and looked at it and thought, oh my gosh, two things. If I were to date her and she got mad at me, guess our, our our relationship would be where? On Facebook. For the world to see. Good, bad, or indifferent. To humiliate me. Because if she does it with him, she'd do it with everybody else. Really, remember, they show us who they are. We need to believe them. And then she got all of her friends. and it's interesting. Even her friends' remarks were publicly shown. Talking about, woe is me woe is me he's done this he's done that I don't know what to do really I mean I get we all have hurt from time to time I've been hurt so many times it just doesn't roll off my back it's frustrating because I feel I'm a very giving loyal loving person I can certainly always learn to be better once especially when I get to know someone find out what their love language is so I can pay more attention and cater to them without giving up myself But when I saw all that stuff, I thought, wow, she'd do that to me. And two, if I would have tried to stay with her during these last four months, I would have been in the middle of all that crap. I'm a single man. I have no pets at home. I got no kids at home. I have no exes chasing me down. I don't have any of that stuff. Why? I have to ask myself, why do I want to be in the middle of that stuff? So in the end, who wasn't loyal? she wasn't. Who wasn't emotionally available? She tried to accuse me of being emotionally unavailable, but it was actually her. You know, projection is a funny thing. So when I saw that on Facebook, I had to laugh. It's like, come on, pay attention. You know better than anybody. You've been through this. You've seen this battle before. You've seen this behavior before. So it's been an interesting past few weeks. I'm discouraged. I'm frustrated about this whole Dating thing, as you guys have heard me talk about from many times. I'd love to hear more about what your challenges are. I mean, I'm, and I'm just I just shake my head over the way people tend to treat one another uh, on these dating platforms. I mean, I've had a few people reach out to me, not many, maybe a couple in the last three weeks of match. And after reading their profile, looking at their pictures and, and stuff, I well, one, they're out of area. Two, they're way older than me. And they don't live the lifestyle I do. So I politely send them an email. I say, hey, I really appreciate your interest in your email. After looking at your profile, looking at this and this and this, I really don't think we're that much of a match. I wish you all the best. But most people do what? They ghost people. And that's just why. Why not just be nice enough to say, look, granted, it takes a little extra effort. But why not do that? You know, yeah, someone may not like it. How could they possibly tell? But, you know, I have a... I have a body type, I have an age range, and I'm gonna stick with it, even if that means I'm single forever. And I'm okay with being single, but I'm not. I'm not advocating anybody to go stalk people. No stalking, baloney. Bad behavior, baloney. But you know, to look on Facebook every now and then, you know, I do it just to kind of see what's happened to people in my life. I've, you know, I've dated a few people over the last. 20-plus years since being divorced, and I, I'm always curious about people. I really don't wish ill will on people. Uh, I, I get angry from time to time about people and how they treat me, but I don't do anything about it. I just sit there and you know, why are they doing this? But it is kind of comical to see it all play out on social media, and I just don't believe that that's a form that you should air your dirty laundry out on social media. That's not for For what people should do. Now, if you are in a situation where you're in arm's way, I still don't think social media is a platform. Reach out and get help. If you feel like you're in a situation where you have domestic violence, reach out to those domestic uh, violence hotlines. Get help. Find people that give you intervention to help you, but you have to be open to the help as opposed to, you know, I feel bad when people sit there and, well, it's my behavior that made them act that way. No, it's not. No, no, it's not. And that's not okay. Whatever your behavior is, you know, maybe you need to change it a little bit for your own well good, but they react and act based upon who they really are, and you can't control how they act or react as opposed to you taking full responsibility of their behavior. That's absolutely nuts, in my opinion. So anyway, again, I'm not trying to be a dating coach. I'm trying to sort through this mess. I was watching a a backstory on David Foster, who's a big shot in the music world, a big-time producer. He made a comment, and for most of you folks who are probably listening to this podcast, you're probably in 30s and 40s, whereas I'm in my 60s. And his comment, I've said in a different way, but it really makes sense the way he said it. He says, I have more runway behind me than I do in front of me. And he says, you know, at best i got maybe 15, 20 more summers. And that's kind of how I look at it. And I'm not going to bust my ass chasing people for the next 15, 20 summers trying to get convince someone to be with me. I'm just, I, I'm not going to chase. Not anymore. I've done my chasing when I was in my 40s and 50s. And I kind of believe in the concept of uh, well, I don't chase, I attract. Yeah, what I'm attracting just, oh, you guys guys chuckle and laugh. But, you know, I, I'd rather be single. How about you folks? Are you, you listen to these podcasts because you just ideally want to be single? They listen to these podcasts to get dating tips or or dating coaching. I'm not much of a coach. I mean, I see different things on uh, the TikToks that I enjoy looking at. I had one lady mention one the other night where she showed up and I thought she was cute. She's in jeans, nice top. He, guy shows up, looks at her, says, "Yeah, no, this isn't gonna this isn't gonna work for me." And he just turned around, and walked away. Like seriously, folks. Let's have better behavior than that. You don't think it's going to work? Sit down and have a cup of coffee with them. You might learn something about yourself. You learn something new about somebody else, their story. You haven't got a half hour. You haven't got a half hour to to sit and talk to somebody. If you don't, then stay home. Don't treat people like crap. That's ridiculous. Absolutely nuts. Then I'm watching this this dating around thing on netflix and watched a deal last night with this one lady she met these guys she led like two or three of them on to believe that they'd be getting together again and then they instead of showing the second date they just show her walking down the street buying things at different shops then it just dawned on me oh yeah she didn't go any second dates with any of those guys but she led them on to believe that she would be in contact with them yeah we all have the free will changing our mind but i thought well if you weren't interested you should say so one guy called her out i don't know if i'd do that on a first date but he did because he he didn't like her behavior when she got married the first time and she shared with him how that came to be and he was just it just backed him up a hundred paces so we all have our way for sure tell me write me I'm at datingfunnies, D-A-T-I-N-G-F-U-N-N-I-E-S at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Tell me your stories. Tell me what you'd like to hear. Tell me what crazy date you want me to go on. I'll go on them. I'll try to go on them if I can find somebody to date. Or at least, you know, like I said, I went on that one date with the one lady, and she was excited. We swapped phone numbers and reached out there a couple times, and she just up and disappeared. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I don't know. Roll up my tent and go home hope you guys are having a great week we're into the fall season so maybe that'll bring out more people in the dating world i don't know once again thanks for listening this is dating funnies